Take my picture, somebody. No, we're not doing that. Um, Tiffany, um, bring your camera down a little bit. But Takesha, what were you saying about God loving us? Like, he loves us so much. Like, I'm so excited about this. I feel like it's an invitation mm -hmm. that God has given us. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to to become his, like, to accept that we are his daughters. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We are his daughters. You know what I mean? You know how some things are true, like regardless of whether you believe it or not, like it is true. Um, it is true that we are God's daughters because we have accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. But the fact that he's inviting us into this relationship to know him as his daughters, like I'm just, I'm here for it. Like I'm so ready to just experience the love of God as a daughter. Like people know your father, right? Y'all both talked about having really great relationships with your fathers and y'all can call mm -hmm. them for anything. People know your fathers, but they don't know your father in the way y'all know your father. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. a whole different language. There's a whole different, there's a whole different everything. He don't everything. even talk to y'all the way he talked to other people. You know what I'm saying? He really so, don't. It's so funny. Cause you met my dad before, you know. And when you met him, what did he call me? Oh, I don't remember. He was like, hey, Shouty. Yeah, because I started cracking up. I was like, <laughs> what did here? But he, but he it's a difference, right? Yeah. It is a difference when you're when you know your father loves you, you aren't afraid of him, like you respect him and you reverence him, mm -hmm. but you you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm just so excited. Oh my god. Are we live? So are we, we are live. This is the pre-show. You're fine. I literally told you I was going. I was pressing the button, but I wanted you to still talking for, for the, the pre-show. Um, I was waiting for our dope, you know. Intro. I have to press that button. That's why I wanted you to keep talking. This is the pre-show before the intro. Child, listen. Thanks, producer. Why you know? What no. is Tiffany? You better get your sister. I'm, I'm not so doing this with her today. I did today, y'all. Like I am so. Like, could you imagine like you and your daddy are have planned a date for today to go to Six Flags and you know he gonna let you ride all the rides and get all the things and play all the games for the teddy bears that he could have just bought at the Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he gonna buy you a turkey leg and a slushy. Like you ain't gotta I've pick and had choose. A turkey leg though. Girl. Baby, somebody grandmother <laughs> from the 40s done cooked them turkey legs at at Six Flags. I probably had them in something, the but fair. not by itself. No, you need to just, like... Um, I've never had it. It's so funny. Stones. So, And y'all, we this is the pre-show of Dear Christian Black Girl. We, we added a segment. Hey, y'all, this is the pre-show of Dear Christian Black Girl. So back to turkey legs, right? And so um, my husband was talking about something, and he was like, turkey leg? I was like, yeah, you know, that's the actual um, restaurant in Dallas. He was like, no, you lying. I was like, no, it's called Turkey Leg Hood. He was like, you are lying. I said, no, he was for real. Yeah, in Houston. I was like, no, it's for real. He was like, wow. I'm telling you. Yeah. Tiffany, but I don't I don't think I've ever had a turkey leg. Yeah, y'all like, need to come itself. to the fair and um it's the end of September to October. What's the end of September? The fair. The Texas State Fair. Oh, okay, cool. I wanna come. 
It's one I of the largest fairs. I haven't been to one in a while because Baby Daddy, every time it comes to Atlanta, Baby Daddy shuts me down because he's like, it costs too much money. You cost $200. But your daddy ain't going to say that. You see what so, I'm Fun fact. So here's a fun fact about my dad. My dad works for a um commercial decorating company so they do all the trade shows all the big conventions here in atlanta and all over the united states well every year my daddy puts up the fair in perry georgia he he sets he sets the whole like his team sets it up every year and he took my mom this year and i was so upset i was like i want to go Oh, that's his woman, okay. That is his woman. She, she does that. not mind letting me know, child. She does not mind letting me know that's that that man. is her husband. Okay, I'm just saying. See, you see what I mean? Your natural father is limited because maybe he got a wife, okay? <laughs> he, got a, he got a whole wife. Our father he got a whole living, wife. He's like, baby, come on. You come into the fair. Right. Like, y'all is like, come on, girl. Hey, Shantae. Y'all, we are also on um, YouTube. So if you want to see our faces, go ahead and join us over on YouTube. This is the pre-show where we are talking about just a whole bunch of stuff. Tikisha started talking about, she she basically continued her room from us to <laughs> house and started talking about uh, God being our father. And then we got into the whole how my daddy be doing stuff thing. Um, but you know what? Knowing God as your father is that's what's been keeping me in the secret place. Okay, tell absolutely. us absolutely. We are talking about family today, right? Yes, yeah. we are talking about family, so this is perfect. Tell so that's us. what's been keeping me in a secret place because literally when I see the secret place, I just see it as a house. And I'm literally like kind of mm. looking at the screen door at all of this foolishness. Uh -oh. when, oh. um wait, start with foolishness. You said you yeah. see the house. And a screen door and your camera went out. What in the world is he doing? Your connection, I guess. I don't know. That's what it said. It said connection lost and it came right back on. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to call Spectrum. Um, but. Because <laughs> 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 I don't know why he be doing that. It don't do it to nothing else. It's just oh. when we on broadcast. Seriously. Oh, it be hating on us then. Yeah, because it don't. It that does nothing else has that effect. Even my phone. So, yeah. Oh, it be hating. Oh, I'm real. It's all good, though. But, um, Tiffany, before you get in that, let's go ahead and start the intro. Um, okay. Y'all, this is the pre-show. We're just we're just talking. Y'all know how we do. We just be having conversations. We just be talking about stuff. Y'all see my haircut, though? Like, yes, it's fly. That's how Period. Yes. But um, we're going to go ahead and get started, y'all. How's everybody doing in the comments? Let us know. How you are feeling on today?
what's hey, up y'all what is going on y'all it's dcbg thursday again we are back for another episode of your favorite international podcast Dear Christian Black Girl, what's up, y'all? So y'all already know, I am your girl, Jerry Alicia, one of the hosts of Dear Christian Black Girl. And I got my two sisters, even though we are not biologically related, you can't tell us that we not sisters. I don't care what you say, we sisters. I don't care what you say, period. We are. I got all my sisters with me. Hey, 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 hey. family reunion song yes. yes yes and so i am jerry alicia i'm your girl takisha good morning good morning and i'm tiffany dillard tiffany we're gonna work on we're gonna work on it we're gonna work what? on it do you see her face takisha i can't got this poised face that was enthusiasm oh 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 well you know i don't know how to turn that up real loud ready <laughs> Okay, we're going to do this how Tyra Banks got to watch Top Model before. Yeah. Top Model, and Tyra would be like teaching them how to smile. And she would tell them like, in order to smile, right? Because you automatically want to smile in a picture or give fears. But in order to smile, to get it right, you have to close your eyes and then count to three and then open your eyes. And that's how you smile, right? So Tiffany, we're going to try that with enthusiasm. I want you to close your eyes and I'm going to count to three. And when I open them, I want you to give me your, your best. Hey, y'all, you know, your, in your lingo. I want you to give me the best. Give me the best that you got. Okay. Okay. I'm going to count you down from five. I think you need she, five. She needs some time. Okay. I need a, I need, you keep that smile. You see that smile right there? I need you to keep that right there. In five, four, three, two, go. Hey, y'all. Yeah, that was better. It was better. We still got work to do, but it was better. There seemed to be a lot. <laughs> what? Like really, like that could not have taken all of out really. That did that feel like I was at Sears's of uh, J.C. Penney's or Olin Mills. Like <laughs> you know, fun fact: we used to call my sister Shantae Olin Mills because Why? number one, she has pictures from every stage of her children's life. Me, okay. you might find them at two and then twelve. You yeah, know, might find she, them at two. She has pictures of every single stage of her children's life from birth. I mean, like hospital birth, like they just popped out birth. But she is also the one that no matter what's happening, there is going to be pictures. She will ask me all the time, Did you get pictures? And I'm like, she has pictures at every occasion, every event. We used to call her Olin Mills. Look, she says she's been working on her smiles for years. Do we not do Shantae? Just let the people know in the comments. Smizing and getting our faces ready for pictures is literally like, all right, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Ready? Oh, y'all be doing it for real. Three. Baby, we be ready. Cause she always got and I just don't be caring. I just be like, this is what you get. I mean, I prepare for pictures, but it's just the whole, you know. Shantae said, I stopped taking pictures because y'all was talking too much junk. Y'all made Shantae stop taking pictures. It, because they have to. One time I took a picture of her <clears> and I took the picture and I was like, perfect. 
She looked at the picture and was like, and you had the nerve to say this was perfect. I told y'all how she played me with the pickle. I told y'all how she played me with the pickle. I took no, a picture. Shantae, and I was like, don't be playing. I said, perfect. It came to me. It was beautiful. She was like, and you had the nerve to say perfect? And I was like, okay. So I, don't, I ain't taking no pictures for her. And see, yeah. see, then I would ask, what's wrong with it? Like, show me what's wrong with it. What's wrong with it? I don't want her to show me what's wrong with it. That's the thing. Because there was nothing wrong with it. We're talking about family, y'all. And sometimes family be doing the most and the least at the exact same time. Did you say the most and the least at the same time? I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not not lying. You got a point. And I'm the oldest and get treated like the third youngest. You know what I mean? Like You be all right. I promise you will live. Family. Mm. Welcome to the family episode, guys. Yes. So we are talking about family on today, guys. Because so Tiffany started talking before we popped in our intro. She was talking about um, God the Father and the secret. That's way. right. That's right. Go ahead, Tiffany. Um, what about? Oh, you were saying that um, the realization that God is our Father is what's keeping you in this secret place, right? Yeah, because I've come in a well, you know, I've come into agreement with that <clears throat> that he is my dad. So that's, that's good. Can we like, just pause yes. right there? Yeah. That we have to come into agreement that God is Abba Father. Cause we don't we don't be doing that a lot. Like we hear it, yeah, and then we just be going on about our business without actually knowing and so we we really do have to know k-n-o-w you have to know you have to believe and you have to receive god as your father that's good tiffany i love that it is so that's where we at well prophetess tiffany montgomery is the one who helped me with that because i just kept watching how she was like how she reverenced God and how she talked about God because she talked about God more. Well, she would talk about God, but she would always more talk about him in the sense of being my daddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that really, I was just kind of watching and God was like, oh, I'm like, okay, you know. And God was like, no, watch, like, pay attention. And so when I start seeing it, and like, she is one that's like, like, don't, my daddy don't play about me. I don't, I don't think you want to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying, type of situation. And that's how I feel about my dad. Like, my daddy will go, you know, to war over me. I'm the first. And then I'm his first at when he was young. He was, like, 21 when I was born. So it's kind of like, you know, we got that grow-up bond that I had to figure this thing out, didn't know how to do it. Like, I was literally everybody's baby because I wasn't, like, he has a tight-knit of friends, so all of them were around and then especially when they knew that i was a, a a tool for them to get the girls they were really like oh no give me give me the baby uh get the baby what the like, world was it was the chick magnet <laughs> you were the chick everywhere wow with everywhere with them like my granny used to be like timmy what you do today i'm like oh i was hanging with the fellas <laughs> <laughs> not calling them the fellas though <laughs> Those are your, as my grandson Nazir says about his uncle, these are my guys. <laughs> wow. Those are your guys, too. Those are your guys? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, but once I got that revelation and really just paying attention, I'm like, okay, because 
it was more of like him saying, okay, if she can feel that way and I can be that way for her, why I can't be that for you? Mm. So that's where the posture changed in prayer. Like, don't, don't bow. Because some, because when we are not saying like, some of us get on our knees and I'm not saying that it's something wrong with it. Right. But he's more looking at the heart posture. Like when you come to me, you're bowing or you're positioning your heart in a bow to me, but you, you have a, that servant mindset and that's not how I want you to come. Like mm-hmm. when we, when I come to my dad and I ask him something, we sit at the table, I'm calling him like, it's a face-to-face conversation. I'm not coming to him like, well, daddy, can you, you know, I'm not doing that. I, I'm coming to him in confidence. I'm coming to him knowing that, okay, he going to hear me out and my request is going to be fulfilled. You know, it may mm-hmm. not be fulfilled right then, like, but it's going to be fulfilled. And so, like, I'm 40 years old and my daddy still pays my cell phone bills. So it's just like, that's not something I Wait a minute. I don't. Because they were like, you want to change your services? Uh-uh. My daddy paid my bill. That's exactly what I tell them people at Sam's. No. My daddy paid my bill. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. Well, goodbye. That is so like, funny. I have nothing to talk to you about, sir, ma'am. I'm not going to be your new client. Mm-mm. But that confidence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that- you're not even worried about it. It ain't no, no thoughts about it. No, no. And that's what he told me because one thing that me and my daddy used to do when I was younger, he was like, I would ride. And I'm like, daddy, where we going? He'd be like, Monique, just sit back and ride. And I'm like, okay. And so one day he was, I was just sitting in here in the living room and he was like, I need you to do that with me. And I said, what you mean? He was like, just, you know how you used to tell your daddy, you know, he'll, you'll ask where y'all going. And he would like to say, sit back and ride. And you would just sit back. He said, you wouldn't question. You wouldn't think like, okay, a worry, a stress. He said, that's what I need you to do with me. I just need you to sit back and just ride and trust that where we're going is beneficial to your life is beneficial to you. It's beneficial to your family. It's beneficial to your marriage. Like everything, I have everything in control. And so I'm like, okay. So that's what just took me into the secret place. Cause at first I was thinking, okay, I am in a secret place cause I'm praying, but it's literally a spiritual place. And you have to posh, you have to put your whole self in there. So when I, see about everything that's going on in the world i feel protected i'm like i'm in the secret place so it's like i'm looking through a screen and looking outside like mm, it's a lot going on out there and it's and like 91 says right yeah, yeah. and then the we'll other see day it to the left and to the right but it won't come near uh, us talking and you were like uh-uh get back in position it was i was like oh let me go back inside because literally I, I could see myself stepping out on the porch like looking and you like like you do the get in the house <laughs> Because it's our safe place, right? I love that that analogy of your dad. And do you know I had the opposite effect with Tiffany? When she would talk about God, her father, I would get so sad because I would be like, I would never have that. Like it felt, I felt so far removed. I'm not joking. I felt so far removed. I did. I really, in the beginning, like when I was following her and her heart posture has always been that way for ever as long yeah, as yeah, you know, yeah. um that I follow her ministry and I would be like that will never be for me like it just felt so far removed from me and mm-hmm. I wanted it so bad but to your point Tiffany I kept showing up instead of as a daughter I kept showing up as a servant 
Like, what can I do for you? Oh, I'm so sorry this didn't go right. I'm so like it wasn't never any like relationship where I can sit at the table that my heart was postured in reverence. But I get to talk to my father as my father, you know, and I would see her and I would be like, oh, I want that so bad. You know what I mean? Like, I want that so bad. But like you said, it's a decision that we make Mm -hmm. to come in agreement. Like, it doesn't matter what I I was feeling like. I began to say, God, you are my father. I thank Mm -hmm. you for loving me as your father. I thank you for raising me as your daughter and growing me up with the mindset that I am your daughter. And that is when that shift begins to change because it was... um, it was an act that I had to do, right? It was an act of faith and obedience um, to to be able to to come into that place. Some days I'm still like, we still together, we still, together. you know what I mean. But that's just not, because not we it. still together because I let my circumstances and my emotions, yeah, and then yeah. I go on the porch because I be trying to see that what they do, they, and then I'm outside on the porch too long because then I'm down rabbit holes. Like, why are they over there, Dad? Like, and your dad is like, girl, get, get this out. Right. And, and you know, like the girl, I think her name is Ari or something, Ari, something like that. On um, she be making skits with her uh with Oh, you talking about Ariel Fitz. Ariel Fitz. And she and this is me on the porch. Lord, father, what they're doing over there? Dad, it looked like they digging tunnels over there. What they doing? And he's like, get back in the house, get off the porch. And I'm like, I'm gonna go see for myself. And then I'm over here with them. And they digging ditches to hell. And I'm like, and then oh, you're like, this is ghetto. <laughs> but I'm over there. No, I'm still over there now. It don't get ghetto yet. I'm still oh, looking, yeah. trying to, I'm still looking, trying to figure out why they doing that. What they doing it for? Who told them to do that? And I keep going and going. And then when I look up, I don't realize I done fell in the tunnel because they done dug the ditch around me. And I'm like, Father! you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> And he's like, I told you to stay in the house. Like, girl, I told you to get this out. Now you dirty. Come come over here and take a bath. And so as I kept having those experiences of falling into other people's ditches because I'm nosy, pray for me. I have begun to realize that God is going to protect me against all odds, even at the expense of when I put myself into those situations. And not that I'm trying to take his grace or his mercy for granted, but having family, right? God is our family. Like he's engrafted us into his holy family and having that relationship. It is definitely, like you said, a decision and coming into agreement, no matter how we feel. Because like with our natural families, right? I don't got to like you today. You could have clearly got on my nerves. But despite how I feel, you still my sister. Right. Period. Like, no, I might be mad at you, but bet nobody say nothing about you because off with her head, right? It's a different kind of vibe. So despite our feelings, God wants us to be in family and relationship with him. And I think that's why we are born into families, Mm -hmm. right? You know what I mean? As a sign of God's love and partnership and intimacy, like all those things that come with family. And I know that everybody's family is not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But But in a general sense, yeah. The intent of the family is still what God desires for us. To have a loving father, a loving mother, to have family that will support you, raise you, walk you into, you know, new places and spaces. Like it's still the intent. Yeah, and it was always the intent. Always. Like, I think we got to realize that. Like, that was always the plan. Like, 
a two person family with kids was always the plan, right? Um, it was never the plan for broken homes was never the plan. That was never part of God's plan. God gives us grace to go through those things yeah. um, because of our life circumstances, because we make bad decisions or just because of, you know, whatever. But the original plan was for mother, father, children. Mm-hmm. That was always the original plan. So, yeah, yeah that that's really good. And even um, for those who didn't want children, right, or God didn't call to have children, it was the family of community. You know what I mean? Like it was the yeah. family of community. Like there is protection and there is safety in family, right? There is there is so much like, why is there a focus? There is a gnat that it just literally flew by my face. Um, I'm going to make that a clip. <laughs> I just need you to know that I am going to make that a clip because that was hilarious. Girl, what are you doing? Focus. This past Sunday, our co-pastor was teaching about um, order and uh, the tribe of Issachar and knowing the signs of the times. But she began to give us history of uh, the Jewish uh, people, the Jewish community and how in family, how they, you know, raise their sons and raise their daughters and how they put plans and processes in order in place so that their children will grow up and be successful. And as I think about our family conversation today, it just really brought that, that thought back that thought about order, structure, right? reverence uh, for not only your family, but also for God, like uh, setting things in place so that your children for generations to come will be prosperous, teaching them how to maneuver in a world. Like even in this moment, when I think about it, she was literally showing us how the Jewish community has, has, um, has set a standard of being in this world, but not of this world. And I just, it just made me think about that in this moment. And so, yeah, family is a beautiful thing. So let's talk about our families or what family means to you all. What does that look like? What does family mean to you? Hey, Ash. We're coming back. Sorry, y'all. Technical difficulties. Uh, Tiffany, you can go ahead and talk. My bad, y'all. I'm not on camera. You are. We can still hear you. She's just in oh. solo layout. <laughs> oh, there we are. I was oh, like, I didn't know. I didn't know. No, you're still right there. Go ahead. I don't see you, Jerry. I know. I'm. I'm fixing something. Um. Okay. Well, what does family mean to you, Tiffany? When you think about family, what does that look like to you? Um. It means unity. It means um, oneness, um, safety. Mm-hmm. It means um, comfort because you have people that in your family that know you, um, that you know allow you to be who you are. Um, it also can mean. Um, we are our own little kind of tribe because that's a, that was a big thing in the Bible. Like everybody was with their own tribe, even though we moved together, we were still with our own tribe. So you have your own tribe, um, a different form of culture because, you know, each family has their own culture. Um, 
which is the culture is the biggest thing because the the family culture is really what really introduced you to the, your perspective of the world. You don't know the world yeah. until you you really see it through your family's eyes first. Until you get out and kind of you know meet other people and get have friends and kind of see how their family culture is and you really kind of your perspective on the world kind of changes as people are introduced into your life and so that changes so that culture of the family but it could be a a good and bad thing Mm -hmm. because you could be raised up in a culture of the family where there's a lot of dysfunction and toxic but it's normal to y'all you know, that's, that's very uncle, true. Uh, uncle baby always comes to the, the cookhouse drunk all the time. Like he, he always drunk. Yeah. Nobody expects anything different. Nobody Listen, expects- if he not drunk, we got a problem. Cause what's, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. The it's first like thing the family going to ask you sick. Right. Right. It's wrong for him not to be drunk, <laughs> but it's not <laughs> wrong for him to be drunk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how backwards does that sound? Come on. It's y'all. so weird. Or so you got weird. Auntie, every time we talk about Auntie got a new friend. Here come a new uncle. Like no. why? Why no. Auntie got who is this? You ain't, now? You ain't like, setting us up with the aunties today. But keep talking. <laughs> but keep talking though, because you talking good, you know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like, we, like it's and you love them, but it's a lot of things that even with coming up in a good family, you still have those things that kind of can alter your perspective, and that culture is a big thing. Especially like when you come into marriage, it's two cultures coming together. So now y'all have to cipher through the cult, like through his culture, through your culture. Like, what do we want to keep? Okay, all this stuff we need to throw away. Now we got to build and create our own culture for our family and do things. That different. was so hard for me, y'all. Really? Why? Because I'm the baby. Yeah, you are. And and I have a big family especially on my dad's side, but even my mom's side. And we get together all the time, but I married an introvert. Does his family not get together as often? Like, is that not a thing for them? Even with his family, he's introverted. So he'll oh. give them a good two hours and then he going, like, if they come over here, he'll give them a good two hours. Hey, y'all, play with the kids, you know? So the and and then, yeah, he does that. And I'm like, stop doing that, bro. Like, what are you doing? I don't know if you're going to catch that kid when they come back down. But anyway, that, that's something different. And so he'll give them a good, you know, good two hours. Then he 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 will literally excuse himself and go upstairs. I'm not mad at that. But in my family, you know, we talking. You know, my family drinks, so they drinking. Um, we grilling out. That's a five hour event. Or and more. baby daddy, an hour too, baby daddy, like you ready? No, you ready. What you mean? Listen, I'm with Ash. I said, yeah, once that social battery runs out, listen. Listen. Time to go. And it's so funny because my family was like, Does he not like us? No, he loves y'all. He just he just he just he just ran, he ran out of juice. He done. See, that's how we are. Yeah, we we part like, and it's all around. Like, it's all three of them, though. Because I say all three because I'm part of a blended family. So my Mm -hmm. um, step, my bonus mom's family is just, I've been in, you know, around them since I was little. So it's it's real prominent. But yeah, we talk about the parties and everything all the time. 
So, but Mike's family was the same way. Like they always did, you know, barbecue and stuff like that. So for him, when that stopped, it was kind of like, dang, we ain't family no more. Like we ain't getting together. Mm. Don't nobody want to cook out. We divided. And it did because once that prominent person died, it was just like everything just kind of split. So there was no true foundation built within the family. It was just like, okay, well, grandmama here, so... We're going to keep it together. But now when grandmother, you know, like our grandmama, granddaddy is gone, it's like the family just kind of separates, goes mm-hmm. a separate way. And it's like, well, who stands up to say, hey, we're still family. You're like, they were a matriarchs, but we're still a family. Like, they yeah. didn't just unglue us because we're not, they're not here. Yeah. But, yeah. That's something I think about a lot though, because my mom is my family's matriarch. And so mm-hmm. as my parents get older, I'm like, what does that go look like? Wow. And so and, and my parents and my parents are at the retired age. And so they just came back from New York. And so they like, What y'all gonna do? I don't know what y'all gonna do. We out of town. We out we outside. I'm like, Y'all outside. What you mean? Mother Teresa was living her best life. Her best life. Listen, she was in New York a couple of weeks ago. She going to Israel in January. They going to Israel in January. Like they, they is, they, they outside. Yeah, that's what my because my mom's um, birthday is in December, and so you know, because my mom be wanting like preacher stuff. She want she be wanting Bibles that are really thick and cost like $200. So we ask early, mama, what you want for your birthday and what you want for Christmas? Because we need to know if we need to save up, who paying for what. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's one of the type of things, right? And then my dad don't be wanting nothing. And so we just be confused, y'all. Y'all pray for, pray for my family because we be confused about what to get the parentals for real. And so... It was like, Mom, what do you want? You know, what do you want for your, your birthday? What do you want to do? Da, da, da. Do you want a party? Do you want to get together? Like, are we grilling out? Are we at the house? Are we going out to eat? Like, what are we doing? She's like, no, just pay for my trip to Israel. Mom, when are you going to Israel? <laughs> Wait, hold up. Y'all didn't even know the trip was being planned? No. And so in this conversation, she tells us, Uh, Because my mom used to be a youth pastor at a church in Decatur. And so she still talks to that pastor, whatever. And every year that pastor sponsors and goes to Israel like three or four times. And so, yeah, he he does it like periodically throughout the year. And so my mom didn't go this year. She was like, I really want me and your dad to go next year. And so that that's her birthday present. Wow. I'm like, Mama, that's all you get. You better give her some spending money. Do you know how much that trip is? Mm-mm, don't tell me either. It's at least two grand. You got it. Me and my sister got it. And my niece, we got it. I got it. We got, got it. it. Y'all got it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, as my parents get older, you know, they, they out here traveling. They retired, but not retired. My parents, yeah, my parents are funny because. They have created a culture of their own, right? Like they Tiffany did. was saying, they have they really created did a culture that only includes them too. Mm-hmm. So funny thing, my dad retired. Yeah, I know I said my, my dad works, right? A few minutes ago. My dad retired a few years ago and he went back to work. But listen, if if I ever have to retire from a job, Jesus, please don't. But if I ever have to, I want to retire like my daddy did because he retired 
They wanted, like, ever since he retired, they kept asking him to come back. He finally got bored. My mom's like, no, you need to go back to work because all you're doing is watching Netflix and Netflix and eating. You need to get out of the house. You need something to do. So he went back to work. And then there's like, you can make your own schedule. You only work the shows that you want to work. You come in when you want to. I was like, I need that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Give me that. Sign me up. Sign me up for that, please. Yeah. And thank you. That's and so, my yeah, that's my for real he retired he just retired in may so he's become a um a frequent uh home depot shopper like he <laughs> home depot every day. and he don't just go to one home depot if he don't find it at that home depot he going to another home oh he depot. goes to multiple yeah he'll go to more than one in one day to find what he needs and the fact of the matter that he has no more land to build anything like at this point they're going to be in the alley like I, it's nothing <laughs> did you say they could be in the alley yes. i'm gonna send your yes. uncle a list i'm gonna send you a list to send your uncle so he can see if he can find these things for me stay in home depot since he retired that is hilarious that's hilarious yeah. That's but that's family, right? I really like what you said about our families, like creating the culture, like the first yeah, absolutely. come in contact with. I think that that's so, um, so crucial because it's the reason why, like you said, we go out into the world and we're like, we don't do it like that. You know what I mean? Right. But you said about when the matriarch or the patriarch passes on in our family, how the family typically goes one way or the other. Like my Nana, was the matriarch of our family and we got together because it was tuesday like it didn't it didn't take much to get my family together you know what i mean like it didn't take much what y'all doing i'm about to go get some chicken and i'm going to nana's see you there what time you getting there six see you there like and then holidays was always a big thing even with my great-grandmother like holidays and family gatherings has always been a thing for our family and when my nana passed away um, we were determined to keep that going. Like as her grandchildren, we were determined not to let our families like fall apart. We knew that was a huge loss for our our moms, right? My mom and her siblings. So it was up to us to hold them up during this time of transition and grief. Um, and I think that the reason why our families start falling apart when the matriarch goes is because we are expecting or the matriarch or the patriarch is because we're expecting their their kids to uphold the culture and to mm -hmm. uphold the tradition when they are grieving you are grieving too not but taking anything away from that but you are like <clears throat> level removed so while they are trying to process you know what i mean you are too i'm not taking anything away from that but somebody underneath that next line of defense, that next line of family has to come and undergird them. You know what I mean? And continue to move forward. And I just remember seeing that in my cousins and in my siblings when my Nana passed away, how we were the ones like family coming to the house or people coming to bring food or gifts and things like that. When my Nana passed, we were the ones in position to be like, boop, 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 boop. like doing that while our mothers and our uncles handled the arrangements, handle those kind of, you know, insurance and all those kind of things. We had to be the second line of defense. And because of that, we were able to keep, you know, our family together. Like, even though I live in Georgia, like my family still gets together. They, you know what I mean? Like everything still goes on. It's not maybe as frequent as it used to be just because our lives have changed our careers and things like that. But family is so important. And, and, and it could be like, I know that Ashley um, said in the in the chat, like, 
family is not just a blood relative, right? Because not all of us have come from a family that is worth staying in like let's call it spade a spade like sometimes we have to draw the bloodline and we say listen this toxic behavior these toxic things i don't have to entertain but god can bring people into your lives who become your mother and your father who become your brother and your sister but it's so important for us to stay in community with family who love us who respect us who aren't human, you know what I mean? Like helping us along in our foolery, but they're truly helping us to grow and prosper. Like family is so, I love my family. Like I absolutely, absolutely love my family. I love, I mean, we got, you know, some that you'd be like, oh, John, <laughs> what's like in the family tree you from? You know what I mean? But then they wouldn't be family without everybody's unique sense of purpose, humor like all of it works together you know what i mean it all works yeah. together. i love it like i'm much yeah. closer to my mom's side of the family than my dad's side of the family um so i can't really speak that way not that i don't yeah work, but i'm much closer to my mom's side of the family and we lit like we we don't nobody else needs to come to our parties like you that's how my family is that's how my family is like it just be family like if we invite people we'll pull up a chair for you but yeah Yeah, absolutely if y'all don't come oh the show is still gonna go on like even without other people we could be it could be 20 of us at my mama house at any given time and it's and let me tell you, like, so family, let me like an example of how amazing family is, right? So and how it continues, like based on what the next line, I keep saying the line of defense, the next level in the family, right? You set the standard for what your children are going to do, right? Mm-hmm. So it's funny because um I have two sisters and a brother, and all of our kids, except for my oldest son AJ, right? Because Another story for another day. He was born, child. I was like seven. Not he really. Was, I don't want anybody. Was to he think was that. he was out in them streets a little bit. I was not. Don't be telling those people that. I, I said was, a little bit. No, I wasn't. The funny thing is, I wasn't at all. No part. You wasn't. No part. Not okay. one part. I okay. went down the rabbit hole and was trying to see what other people was doing, see, but I wasn't you, in the streets. So you've been doing that for a long time. The streets were never for me. Like, honestly, <laughs> never. Y'all know I'd be in the bed at nine. Y'all was up at 11 o'clock with Auntie Vet last night. You see what it means to love family? Uh-oh, but Next time you talk to her, tell her I said, hey. I will. That next line of defense. So because of what we've established, our kids are the same way. Like I have cousins who are like siblings to me and our kids have come up the same way. And so we were trying to, we were going to Connecticut. Um, Our family knew we were coming to Connecticut, but they had no idea that CJ was with us coming to Connecticut. Mm -hmm. So we are trying to surprise them with CJ being there Mm -hmm. and his cousins pulled up on him on the street. Okay, in Connecticut. Why? Because of the culture that they have built as cousins. They share location with each other. Now, they aren't expecting him to be there, but they happen to look at his location and was like, this says he's here. He's on the street. They pulled up on him. Do you hear me? He hadn't. They ain't text him and be like, you in Connecticut? Nothing. They just pulled up. They just pulled up because either somebody stole his phone and brought it to Connecticut. Right. And now they know who you are Mm -hmm. or you here. And now we know where you are. 
And they literally pulled up because of the culture we have established that we family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we we together and wherever you are, we are. And it was the funniest thing because they call me and they he's like, Mom, they found me. They found like who found you? What are you talking about? Nina <laughs> and Treyana, they're here. Like they pulled up on me. Me and dad are standing on the street and they just pull up. And he was like, I was like, How did they find you? How did they know you were here? And he was like, We share locations. My locations was on. And they found me. And I that just is I, hilarious. It's the community that we built and the bond that we built as family that, you know, when they see each other, they not like, God, here they come. You know, it's like cousin, you know, like Tupac was. Um, but I love family. I love family. I love Think family. about culture. Like, if you want to, like, really just test people's culture and their family, ask them how they play Uno. Oh, you start in trouble. It's, it's about 50 million ways to play Uno Child. It's because of your family. Because your family, if some whoever started the game taught you this is how we play Uno. So it's your family. This how this how my family do it. Like this is how we play. So yep. when they say this is how we play, we play because this is how my family plays Uno. Even but see, our kids introduced a new way. The stacking and all these things. I'm like, we ain't never played like that. We don't know what y'all doing. We don't we, do that. Your family. We never played like that. Cause, right. Because you know, we'll, people be like, I don't know about that new on Uno. I just want that old Uno. And then the funny thing is, <laughs> when they read the directions on Uno, they're like, oh, I'll play like that. Bruh, this, Uno the, made the game. <laughs> yo, okay. So do you know we literally just went through that like months ago playing Sorry? Like there is instruction on sorry cards. Like, did y'all know that if you pull a sorry card, but you don't have any men in, at start to sorry with that you still move forward for? Mm-mm. It's on the sorry card, right? These are things that you never look at. But me being me going down a rabbit hole one day, I'm like reading the instructions and everything. And I'm like, I've been missing out on turns. You know, when you get into your safety zone, you always need four, but four always move you backwards, right? So, but start, sorry moves you forward four if you don't have a man at start to sorry somebody. I with. did not know that. Now that didn't go well with my family. Okay, with my husband and my son, the a young girl, they was like, no, we're not doing that. But guess who do it now? It is now a part of our culture. So if you come <laughs> to our house and you playing sorry and you wonder why we moving forward. Baby, because your girl read the directions. Well, you know, on Uno, you can challenge people when they put a draw four and draw two. You can challenge them. It's in the rule. Really? Oh, yes. You that can is in the rules. Them. It absolutely so is. If you feel like they have the card, they have the color or another yeah. or a number that they can put down instead of their draw four and draw two, you can challenge them. Yeah. And if they if they cha- if you challenge them and if you um win the challenge, then they end up getting like four or five more cards. Yep. Yeah, I, I read that in, in Uno. Yep. See, I'm the bylaw queen because I have it. And I say, what? What? What's that? Uh, well, I challenge Not the penal code. Two, seven, eight, not the penal code. code. No, not the According to the penal code. Uno. Because Uno, Uno, Uno is law. Like, for real, it's law. It is law. It is law. Now, I mean, well, this is Christian black girl. So, in the black family, that Uno rule, that's law. It's law. It is what it is. (laughs) And don't get started on family with space. Like, that's what I love about family because we have moments that we all come together, like, universally as family and do. Like, spades. Now, I just learned how to play spades 
when so I moved listen, to Georgia. I know how to play spades, but ask me if I'm playing with my daddy and him. Absolutely not. No, there are some tables yeah, don't you don't sit play. down at. Like, uh-uh. you you already know. that I went to Alabama with my sister Jamila, right? Now, her mother and her aunt are the spades, queens, baby. If you sit down at a table with them, you better know how to play. And it's so beautiful when you get invited to other families, like you were saying, Tim, to see how they do things. Baby, her mother threw a three of clubs on the table. I mean, you would have thought she had the big joker. She took that three of clubs and was like, wow. I mean, I was like, I literally was like, oh, they." then I looked, I was like, a three of clubs. But guess what her partner did? Came and cleaned that whole that whole book up. She was like, I knew if I ain't have it, I could be confident that my partner did. Like, you don't sit down in everybody's face, David. Because I'm not. Oh, I'm, she was serious about that thing. I'm sliding at three of club and looking at my partner like, Sorry. you know, everybody paying play, spades and I got a three of club. I'm just like, Sorry. but baby, she knew her partner had her. Babe, listen, you don't sit down at everybody Uno yeah, table no. or spade table, not in I the brown play. Table. I can't. I, my brother, my brother, uh, Mike's god brother was trying to teach me how to play spades. And the fact of the matter that it was stressing my mind, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to do not this. it was stressing so he kept your mind. teaching me, but I had checked out probably like one game ago, and he was like, Sis, you got it. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, you ready to I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. you to keep going, Tiff. Keep going, because then you see. Listen, there are conversations that happen at the spades table that everybody ain't privy to. Oh yeah, you oh listen, tea. you get some tea, you Baby, get some tea whole goes. tea at the spades table. Look, with your card. Oh, that's why I sit at the spades table, but I don't play. Like y'all can play. I, I'm just here for the information. Okay. You get all the tea at the spades table, like so seriously. You get all the tea. tea. Listen, that's a culture within itself. That's listen. Listen, the spades table by itself is its own culture. That's a okay? that's a like subset of family. That's like family within the family when it, it comes is. to spades. They already know who their partners are. No, they don't want to play with you. If you don't really know how to play, don't sit down at this table, little girl. You know what I mean? Like, see, my dad side and my bonus mom side, they domino players. Oh, see, see, my dad's both. My dad so is both. My, like my like my granddaddy got arrested. So like my um bonus mom's dad. So granddaddy, he would like play dominoes and he was the one that always wanted us to be together so he would go and like probably buy like six or seven slabs of ribs and and call everybody i got some ribs over here y'all come over and cook them so he wanted maybe i would have been dragging the kids behind me get in the car he wanted his family of like they wanted a family around him so like but when he would play dominoes, if he losing or something, oh, he'd be the first person to put everybody out. And I ain't talking about like, <laughs> like y'all got to get out. Like literally, he he packing up, he packing up. Oh, granddaddy said, oh y'all y'all finna beat me. He everybody get cool out. Up he taking it inside the house, and literally by the time you probably gather your kids and even think you finna go in the house, he done locked the door, the screen door, and everything. You can't get in. He said, go home. He made. That's oh, granddaddy. Like Hilarious. a week later, well, you know, I um, I went and got some more ribs that was on sale, so and everybody's like, still coming back, oh, so right? Come back, oh, even though y'all just we invited back out. now, granddaddy. Okay, that's yeah. family for you. He done kicked you out, packed up the food, so you can't even take a red plate to go. <laughs> Nothing home, or he'll call like he'll. Well, you know that he'll call his like my my bonus mom. She's the baby, so of course he'll call her. Well, um. 
y'all want some of these ribs over here? We still got some of these ribs. Y'all come over here and get call your sisters and tell them come get these ribs. Because the so baby can't always bring everybody back together again. If nobody Absolutely. can do it, the baby of the family can get everybody together. So listen. Yeah. That's uh, one year, my mom said she wasn't cooking for because we literally get together and cook out every single holiday: Fourth of July, Juneteenth, Black Labor Day. Day, Memorial Day, Easter. Like we, we finna eat at the house, okay? And so one of these holidays, my mom was like, "Nah, we ain't cooking." And I was like, "What you mean you ain't cooking? Where am I gonna eat?" She was like, "I don't know. You got a piece." That's what she else. said. She said, "It ain't my problem." What's what, was, what was the holiday that your mom played me? Like we we had so I think we were going to Alabama. Um I think mom, it was either Juneteenth or Fourth of July. It was something I can't remember. And Miss Mother Teresa, um, I'm on the phone with Jerry, and Mother Teresa's like, Yeah, because we got ribs and we got chicken and we got brisket <laughs> and we got banana pudding and we got key lime cake, and we and I was like, Mother Teresa, she was like, Yeah, I'm just letting you know what you're missing. And I was like, <laughs> Ma'am, you know what? But when when your friends become family, you get invited into yes, like a, you extend your family. You know what I mean? You extend Absolutely. your community. Ash says she's never experienced that. Yeah, but like having family, and I think that as we become adults, it's literally something that we can take ownership of yes. because, like you said, <clears throat> Tiffany, there's unity, there's safety, there's protection, there's identity, there's a sense of belonging when we have families. And yes, granted, no family is ideal. Everybody got a drunk uncle or, you know, or something. There's something in everybody's family that you kind of want to hide. But I think that as we become adults, thanking God for our family because he said even all that would work together for our good because yeah. we love him. But being able to extend across the aisle, like get to meet your friend's family. Like if that's your girl, like your girl and you love her and she invites you to the cookout, go, right? Yeah. Go to the cookout. It may not be you could go on a major holiday when you know your family is doing something, but it could be flag day. Like, let's go. You know what I mean? Or because it's Saturday or you didn't have any plans for Father's Day. And Tiffany said, hey, my family is doing this. Like, you guys are welcome. Go. Because you just never know how going into somebody else's family, you can pick up nuggets to bring back to your own. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like when we went to Alabama the first time, um, Jamila's aunt uh, Rhoda made uh, pasta salad. And my mother is the pasta salad queen in our family. And everybody, no matter we, no matter the occasion, they're always like, Ma, Auntie Sherry, sis, you bringing it, you know. And when I tasted her Aunt Rhoda's pasta salad, I was like, oh my gosh, it tastes like my mom's. Aww. And it was just that sense of like, we are closer than we really are apart. You know what I mean? Like we are closer. And that gave me a sense of home. And it, I was like, okay. And then her family, like when they call her, they check on our family. Like, hey, how they doing? You know, and the yeah, same yeah. with my family. When they call, how are they doing? Like when my sisters call, they like, hey, how's Jerry? How's Tiffany? Because they know who have become my family. So mm -hmm. you y'all know, y'all both met my mom and my sister. You know, they become like you belong to them now. 
So you can't see my mother again and not be like, Mama Cheryl, because she'll be like, oh, you acting brand new? Like, you, oh, you don't know me anymore? You know, like, you don't have that opportunity because once my family engrafts you, you family. You That's family. how my family is, like, for real. Like, every time I talk to my mom, she asks about you. How's Takesha? She's fine, Mom. Has she moved in the house yet? No, Mom. I, like, I have to give a whole report on you Thank every you. time my mama my mama, uh, Because your mother she, loves me. Yeah, you, my mama does love you, for real. She, she loves me. So she much does. so that she told me on what I was missing out. And I was like, Mother Teresa. She did tell you that. She did. Shantae scared me the first time I met her. Really? Why? Why? Cause you know, you know, I'm about this whole people coming into my space kind of situation. So when I see What's her, fire? go back and listen to friends episodes. You will know what Tiffany's <laughs> talking about. Yeah. So look what she, when I was at the conference and, um, she came up to she's like, Oh, my RTA sister, because we're part of the prayer group. And I was like, Whoa, like, you know, not whoa. You know RTA is real. Now that's a family. Was your your cousin Cheryl was there too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because since she turned around, she said, "Cousin Cheryl, this is Tiffany. This is Tiffany Dillon." I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> this is too much at one time." Yeah. <laughs> Easy. But like, it was embracing, you know. And then we, you know, got because she was. I think it was a conference coming up, and she was like. Shantae was like, let me know if you're going because we can get in a we can get a hotel together. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, ma'am, I do not even know you. I do not even know <laughs> you. You is family. I don't know. Like, you is family. Yeah, that but is we, so we got funny. to know each other, just getting to know her more. I'm like, okay, like I'm, you know, and, and that really kind of helped me break out of my shell and break out of that. Like God was like, look, you want to be connected to people more than just your family because. It's been my circle, but like when we moved to Georgia, you know, we had to take on, I had to take on people that was not my family and like my husband, he has his guy family. So they became my family. So like in, meeting, meeting his godmother was like, cause she raised him for like what he lived with them for like two years, mm-hmm. but she was always in his life. But meet her was like me. I felt like I was meeting my mother-in-law again. I was nervous, and I had to meet, you know, um, <laughs> Papa Takus, and so they from New Orleans. So I'm like, oh, okay, we got a little, you know, foundation because my family, both sides of my family, are from Louisiana. Oh, and I so, didn't know that. You know, I had to that broke me out of the shell. But when I first met them, I was because she, it was just like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, like. <laughs> Like Tiffany's like, like, this is too much. This is too much. They look as co-pastors say, the word had gone out about you. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And this is like you you gotta let the you gotta be open to allow other people in that's on the outside, you know, because sometimes you can close yourself off and be like, okay, I'm only gonna deal with my family, but you never know what God has put in that other family for you to help you, you know what I'm saying, through your journey or through a situation a circumstance you may be going through that your family may not have the capacity to give you and i learned that you know i'm saying from like with my husband because there was a time and space in his life to where his godmother and their family gave him something that he was yearning for and that his family at the time was not able to give him at that time Mm -hmm. and so he still was able to still have faith and family because they took him in and they didn't take him in like, okay, well, you, you know, Francis' son. No, Mama Brenda will literally 
nuck if she buck at my my actual mother-in-law when it comes to Michael. Like, that that is like that's her son. Like yeah. she's like that's when she talks about how many kids she has, she's like, I have four kids, and he's one of them. He's like, she wow. was like, he's the he is the he's the right before the baby because they have a daughter. So Shonda is, and then it's like it's BJ, Chris, Mike, and then Shonda. He's and in the kids. And then her sister took him on. He she was like, Well, that's my baby too. And so it's like he has literally like two mamas. Cause they literally and they're sisters. And they would be like, uh, no, that's my son. So she has four boys. So when it in her family, he's the second to the oldest. So, or is he the oldest? No, he's the second to the oldest because Stump is the oldest. Then it's with her. It's Stump, Mike, then Steven, and then um his her, the baby is michael too so oh. it's like they have and they gave him that community they gave him that family love that he wouldn't you know get he didn't he wasn't able to get from his family mm-hmm. and they took him on so he was not without family and so it's like when i was you was talking about like you know your friend and like jerry's mom you know sometimes we'll be like oh no i don't want to like deal with nobody else's family because it's like it's a lot to deal with my own but you may be missing out on something that God is saying I have a gift over here with you within this family so you can be able to I I got a void filler and they can they're the family that can fill it because you're not not, you can receive that from them your family because sometimes our family's not able to give us everything they have a cap You know, like our parents. Our parents are not able to give anything beyond of what they've learned until they're exposed to different things. And then they can kind of, you know, be a little bit more broader. But, you know, you don't want to cut yourself off. And that's why at first I used to kind of feel a certain type of way because I didn't know what it felt like of having my mom and my dad staying in the same house. I didn't know what that two-parent mm-hmm. home and I'm with my original parents. Mm-hmm. I've always been in a blended family. And at, I was at a young age, but when I think about it now, it was like when I think about the families that I'm still connected to and the families, well, I'm still connected to all of them because, you know, it's like everybody gave me a little piece of something. And even if it was something bad, it was like, okay, I, I'm showing you what not to do, how not to handle it and yeah. how to do this or how to do that. And you pick up a lot of things from the different people that God has placed in your life because they are there to sow seed. And mm. then, of course, you know, God will bring whoever's next to water. And then, like he said, he'll bring an increase. But you don't want to close yourself off from being loved by other people outside of your family so that you can receive what God has for you because they they have something for you. So they're right. not in your life for no reason. And then you may be a part of a family to expose and break generational curses in their family. So sometimes when people come from the outside looking in, you be like, uh, uh, uh. Because when I met, you know, my my in-laws, I would be sitting back and I'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? And, and like, the second you know, is your face did all of that in their yes. presence. <laughs> what is going on? And then I would have a sidebar conversation with my husband. Um, because I'm like, you know, what, 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 what they doing? And he was like, okay, hold on. We got to talk. And I'll be asking questions. I'm like, Tekeja, hold on. You got to break some stuff down for me. But then when he came to my family, he was like, 
y'all over here living like the Huxtables. I'm like, we from the hood. Where are we from at? We from Oak Cliff. We we know Huxtables. Not we from not we from Oak Cliff. We not we from Oak Cliff. We not clipping them. Like, and then like, and you're like, y'all the hustle. And to the point to where he kind of felt like, like I can't be, I can't do anything because I don't want to do anything wrong. And they'd be like, hey, Mike, what you doing, bud? Get one of these cigars. You want one of these beers? And he's like, uh, yeah, like he real kind of shy. And he's not shy. And I'm like, you can be yourself. We're not perfect, but it being exposed to my family helped him to see like, oh, okay. Things can be different. Things can yeah. be different. It doesn't have to be the same way. And me going into his family, you know, me looking in, like from the outside looking in and being a part of it, there is love there. There is um, <clears throat> wholeness there. But it's just, you can tell at some point in any family, it's like, okay, somebody was doing something a certain way and we all kind of picked it up and just felt like, oh, okay, nobody's telling us it's not okay. Yeah. And you come in, you're like, no, you know, we can do this differently. No, no, mm-hmm. no, that's not the way to do it. But now you get into a bloodline and like God is like, okay, now you in the midst of this family, now I need to start praying against this, 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 this. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, okay. Because at yeah. the end of the day, they're still your family. They are absolutely, absolutely. I yeah, know sorry. when, um, I'm sorry, Tiff, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh-uh, go ahead. I was no, I was just gonna say, I know when me and Douglas got married, like my husband gained a whole dad in my dad, um, because my husband's dad is alive, but they don't have a relationship, and so mm-hmm. he called, like, whenever he see my dad, you would think they that's his daddy for <laughs> real. He'd be like, hey, Pops, how you doing? You know, they be having whole conversations. They be going down down in the basement. They got drinks. They, they be having whole conversations just about They be having father and son time. Yes. I'd be like, but that's my daddy, though. Like, what you doing? Yeah, that's what, but, I, feel. That's what I be feeling like with, my, with Mike with my, with my granny. Like, my granny. Oh, child. My granny gave my daddy and my uncle. Like, he's like that with my dad, too. But my granny, because, like, that's my heart. She bought, she found out when me, uh, Mike came to visit with me and she had like these oatmeal, the little family dollar oatmeal cookies with the little icing on it. She would fill her cookie jar with that up. So one, I felt really disrespected. So I'm like, for all my life, baby, you've been keeping Chips Ahoy in this cookie jar. Why in the world is there oatmeal? So, you know, that's a whole nother situation. What? You done switched up on Tim? He went to the cookie jar. He went to this cookie jar he got. He was like, oh, great. I love these cookies. And it was like a bing went off. So in her head. So my dad and my uncle were doing, they were going to a motorcycle rally, but it was in Georgia. Do you know that she sent my husband four packs of those cookies and and called them the whole entire way she was there? Where y'all at? Well, make sure y'all get Mikey's cookies. Until the point of when they got there. And my uncle was like, let me call your granny right now because she's still up. And this was 11 o'clock. Now, this is a woman that'll be in bed by 6. She was kind of girl. At 11 o'clock. Oh, granny said, I'm finna wait up for this. Uh Uh-huh, to make sure. And she she had to talk to Mike because even though my uncle was like, 
we we here, Mama. You know, what I'm saying we stopped at Tiffany so we can rest or whatever. But Michael got, you know, Mike got his cookies. Let me speak to him. <laughs> she needed my mother to get your cookies. He just told. You know, he just told him that your son just said that wasn't good enough. The boy got his cookies. She was like, no, enough. she wants to hear from him. Thank you, Granny. And I felt some type of way, so I know how you feel, Jerry. Because I was like, wait, no, listen. With my grandma, it gets worse. One day, because my grandma, she live out in the country. And y'all, when I say country, I mean dirt roads and gravel roads and trailers. Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> like, I was just my in the country the other week, and I I need to get my car washed. <laughs> because it's, so much, it's still dirt on my car. And it rained in Atlanta a few times since then. Right? Heavy rain. Heavy rain. But I, my car still needs to get washed, right? And so we went out to the country for some. I can't remember what we were out there for. It was a few years ago. And my grandma opened the door. Douglas, grandma, I'm right here. Excuse me? You ain't matter. You ain't matter. Grandma. You ain't matter. Is that Douglas? Hey, grandma, it's Jerry. Hey, 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 gra hey grandma. Hey, grandma. Douglas, come get me. Grandma. They take that's how Uncle Alex was, Auntie Yvette husband with Chris. Child, please. I'm like, you, I'm I'm your niece, you know that, right? Like you, mm -mm. oh, they they when it Eat comes Christmas. to him with my grandmama, because like my my granny on my dad's side and my bonus mom's mom, they're they're deceased. So I got my mom's grandmother now. And literally, they all three of them, uh. You gonna get up and fix Michael a play? He look hungry. I'm like, he good. If he wants something, he gonna tell me. Well, just fix him a plate anyways, and just put it on the side because he look hungry. Fix him, you know. Get. Oh, you got him. You got. You took care of your husband. Yeah. Yes. Do Do you need something? Cause you know, make sure you got some to drink. Make sure you got. You give him a fork. Yes, girl. I would be like granny. Like I don't. My nana, like on my dad's side or my mom's side, and my husband's grandparents are no longer with us either. So I don't have my grandparents, but my mother is that way. Son, son, like you know, it's always. So I don't even think she know his name is Chris, but she just call him son, son. Do you need anything, son? And I'm like, sis, find a seat. You know what I mean, like. But I'm telling you, and I think that's the beauty of family when they accept yeah. our husbands as yeah. family, because that that bridge becomes so much easier because like as you, we pick up things within our families, ways of doing things. But then when we start building our own family, we add some things, we change some things, we keep some things. Right. And I think that that's the beauty of legacy continuing on. I think um, Ashley said that about like family is the legacy we keep building on yeah. and it changes throughout you know the generations e things are changing the uno rules change you know what i mean but we always have a foundation of love and support whether it's the family you were born into a family you were adopted into but the family who has loved you you know what i mean and i mm -hmm. think that foundation of love and support and respect is so important having a foundation where um crap or mess is not tolerated like right. we're not covering up for uncles you know 
hands and being, you know, too touchy right. feeling. No, you got no, to go. We're not no, bringing man. our kids around. You, you invited to the house ever again. You're not invited. Okay, go get some deliverance and some counseling, and you still won't be left in the room with the kids. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like we being mindful that as we begin to build our families and build legacy and build culture and bringing building families that our kids want to bring their friends into. You know what I mean? That we look at those blind spots that other people can come in. Like when you went into Mike's family, you're like, whoa, whoa. Like when people may have come into your family, they're like, whoa, whoa. You know what I mean? Or come into ours. They're like, wait, 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 slow down. Y'all ain't going to speed past that. Like y'all ain't just do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> we get to like have our blind spots looked at so that as we're building our family, we know what kind of culture we want to create. We like one of the things like in our families, I don't know if it was in y'all's, but kids didn't have an opportunity to say nothing like it ain't. No, I got an opinion. It ain't. No, but wait, there's more. No. What our parents said or grannies, you know, my Nana, my Papa, my aunts, my uncles, like our aunts and uncles had had authority over us as if they were my mother. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like there was no like the same respect that I gave my mama, I gave it to my aunts and yeah, gave it yeah, to my yeah. You know what I mean? Because they had the opportunity to knock if you buck if I got out of line, you know? Right. But when we what the culture that I wanted to have in my family when I had my children is that there's more, right? There I may have said no to something, but my kids also are entitled to be angry about it. There, you yeah. know. They can have emotion about my decision. They can absolutely not like my decision. And they can ask questions. They can ask questions. But that was not tolerated. And for the longest time, yes, Ashley, no more covering drama, right? Trauma. We have a legacy of healing, period. But like when my kids started growing up, especially um, our oldest son, AJ, AJ (laughs) is the one that you, there has to be an explanation behind your no. Like you can't tell him no with no evidence, no proof, no scientific, no spiritual. Right. Like so AJ is one of kids where because I said it's not gonna fly. I'm gonna see for myself, right? The AJ <laughs> is the I'm gonna see for myself kind of kid. And so as he was growing up, I gave him free reign to ask me anything. I didn't care what it was about because I never wanted him to go out and learn something from somebody else. So he he get to ask me questions of mommy, why can't I stay at my friend's house? Well, let me break it down to you, right? Why can't I do this? Why did you say no to this? Why is this and why is that? But my mother took it as disrespect. Mm. And she took it as you just let him say anything to you. I'm like, it sounds like anything to you because you didn't have the freedom to ask, right? right? You didn't have the freedom to have a feeling, a thought, a nothing because our emotions were kind of weaponized against us. I don't know if that happened in your families, but like if you, why can't I be disappointed? You told me, no, I can't go hang out with my friends. Am I supposed to be happy about that? But right. disappointment was looked at as disrespect. You don't yeah. get to be sad because I said, no, I said no. And that's that. Eat it. Right. But yeah. with my children, I knew that that was not legacy that I was that's going not to. not how do. you wanted to raise them. Absolutely. So not. that's actually changing in my family. So like mm. me, so so I have five nieces and nephews. I am only five years older than my oldest niece. So we grew up like cousins, right? Mm-hmm. And so she she's 32. I'll be 37 this year. That that just tells you right. So I, I, I've never been called auntie. 
a day in my life other than the great niece and the great nephew, right? And so my oldest niece, she has a son, Roman. Roman is the golden child. Roman then, then changed my parents for the better because because Roman get anything he want. Like, listen, he was at the house the other day with my mom and dad. And so they have this rule. This is the craziest rule I have ever heard. But if he goes to the bathroom, he gets chocolate. And so Roman comes out the bathroom. Papa, I went to the bathroom. Can I have my chocolate now? <laughs> it's 10 o'clock in the morning. And your daddy go get some that chocolate. Oh, what? Yes. And so, you know, it used to be we couldn't ask no questions. Listen, Roman is going to run the world one day. Him and Skylar, they're going to run the world, probably together, uh, because they are the smartest little kids I have ever met. And so Roman asked a lot of questions. Well, why, mommy? He calls my mama Gigi. But Gigi, why did this happen? Why did that happen? Papa, where's my... Because he... So my dad has, like, the, the toy limo. It's Roman's limo. It just lives in my parents' house, okay? It's like, it's like this big. And so every time he comes... Like, he done broke the door off the limo, but he loves that thing, right? And so, the other day he was at the house, he, he randomly asked for the limo. Like, it just be random. Like, he just got finished eating breakfast. Now you want you want to find the black limo? So Chocolate you and limo. Chocolate and, listen, and what did my daddy do? Took him down to the basement to go find the limo. Like, daddy, you would not have done that to me. You just told me you didn't know where it was. Sir. Sir. Yeah, he's gonna grow up and he gonna be with he gonna get a wife and his wife gonna be like, uh, why you coming out the bathroom eating chocolate? <laughs> because that's the legacy that I was born into. Okay. Yes. Because <laughs> listen, Roman, oh, you go to the bathroom, you did it successfully, you get a piece of chocolate, you get some candy. Like, what kind of rule is this? But you know what? They have got yeah. they they get soft. Yes. They get real soft with yeah, these. My parents have got this off because when when like my bonus mom was like cut though I ain't got time. You keep on I'm a fuss and then you are gonna get a whooping type person. Yeah. With I my think. nephew, it's like when she said, "Well, sometimes you gotta pick your battles." What? I was <laughs> the battle, sis. Listen, <laughs> listen, me breathing hard was, was the battle. The battle. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, like he your battles. Moment and bought a bouncy house. Child, they like, get what y'all different. doing. But I have to say that because, like, I had my first son when I was sixteen, and we are a blended family as well. And my husband had um, his two oldest daughters young as well. So our kids are old enough to be married and have their own children, Yay. right? So yeah, it is a very different place with the grandchildren. I'm not going to lie. It is a very different place. But I think because of the culture and the family that my husband and I created for our kids as we were building our family together, that I can see that they've now taken it to the next level. You know what I mean? Like they have order <laughs> and structure and their families. Like you can't call our kids at eight o'clock and be like, we just want to talk to the grandkids. They'd be like, who? They've been asleep for an hour. Like they, like they took it to the level where the structure we didn't have is nine o'clock, and I'm still like, get in the shower. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> go to bed. You got to. Maybe their kids are fed, bathed in the bed, asleep. So they have a structure going on, but it is an absolutely different place and space with the grandchildren. It's just, 
I mean, I just feel some type of way though. I get it. I get it because mm. we have a granddaughter and a grandson, and then we're we just found out we're gonna have two more. Another granddaughter and a grandson. No, do we know about the we don't know about the other child yet. But um <laughs> so but Jaden, like he he's he's just his story with his nickname and not want to be called Scooter. That will stick. That will be something that I would kind of. I, I think I would preach on that. A team you will. That. You will. Oh, you will. You said that it right the first that. time. I just want you to know that you didn't. You didn't miss misspeak. I'm just oh, saying. Well, I caught yeah. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that. Tiffany's <laughs> like good one. Good one. That, good one. That right there would just that will live with me forever. Because when I say this child was like. I don't know who y'all talking to because I don't know no scooter in this room at all. I know a Jaden. That's <laughs> all him. we got here. I know him, but I don't know no scooter. And but it's different, right? Than raising mm-hmm. your boys. It is so different. Cause I even it's see the different. softness with my husband, but then I also see the joy that he has because he's getting to be in certain stages in Jaden's life. And mm-hmm. there were times where he couldn't be as what he wanted to be for all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, except for like the baby boy, but you know, just to see that it's like it's like he looks at it like I'm getting my start again, you know, with Jaden because he yeah. literally like he would look at a picture with everybody and like who is this? Oh, he see Papa like well, baby, well, the nanas in there, your dad, your two uncles is in there. You don't see nobody. Oh else yeah, no, it don't matter. Don't Sorry. Let me tell you. So, um, our oldest son AJ, um, the youngest boys, he has three sons: Alex, Nazir, and Hazen. When Hazen, can we and- just talk about your son? Name he needs boys. I love their name. Child, their name is so unique. When Nas and Hazen see Pop Pop, this is what they do. I'd be like, I'm in the phone, and I'm like, Hi guys, you know. Hi, babies. I love you. And they like this in the camera. Where's Pop Pop? And I'm like, <laughs> here's Pop Pop. And I turn the phone and they be like, why the? <laughs> like, that's literally what they do. As soon as they get on the phone, they oh see my their God. Pop Pop. Like, why Because he, he has been doing that to them since they were born. So now, what do they do? They looking for Pop Pop. What the? I'm like, like, hey y'all! Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so here. You're not, you're serious. not, you're not animated enough. Even the girls, even our granddaughters, like our youngest grandson Carter <laughs> and our oldest grandson Khalil. Like, Khalil is Khalil was the oldest of the tribe, so he is our heart. You know what I mean? Like, we can talk to him and have like whole conversations. And the babies, you know, it's just kind of like, we call them the babies. They're like four and three now, right? But I'm still like, even the girls, our granddaughters, they they looking for Papa. Where he at? Pop up, I'm going to the mall, right? And this is me on the side. Send them some money so they can go to the mall. And he looking at me like, they didn't ask for no money. But our granddaughter, Rollin, just turned four. And she wanted this truck. And I'm like, they too young to know how to send lists. Like, No, they not. Get, no, they uh-uh. not. My nephew no, has not. already told me. He said, um, Annie, um, can you buy me a car like yours? Cause I want to do the boop boop and the turn on. He said I want to do that, and I said, "Well, well, why ain't he got to buy it?" He said, "Cause 
They'll listen. They know where the money at. Wait, what was that guy that had that video? Where the money resides. Where the, they know where the money resides. They know where the money resides, baby. But this was oh, God. This was a great episode, y'all. Our we just wanted, yeah, yeah, we wanted to come and talk about family because family is absolutely important. Um, to the body of Christ, to God's God's kingdom, because yes. the, the um, original intent was always for family to be together. So we just wanted to come have an episode about family. It was, it was a mini family reunion for all of us, you know, yes. just to talk about family and just to let you know that, yeah, sometimes family can be dysfunctional and toxic. Um, and I know there's a trend on TikTok that has this whole, there's a whole section of TikTok of people talking about how they don't like their families or that they, um, or that they, you know, have are estranged from their families. And I understand it. However, um, ask God, God is a restorer. Like we got to understand that God really is a restorer and he can restore any relationship. It doesn't matter if it's a family relationship. It doesn't matter if um, it doesn't matter if it's family. It doesn't matter if it's romantic. God is a restorer. And so if you find yourself estranged from your family, ask God what 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 you need to do. Ask God if it's something that you did. Maybe it's uh, some boundaries that need to be set. Maybe it's like full restoration that needs to happen. But God loves us so much that he can do that. He loves us so much that he, he will restore your family if it's in his will. And so um, don't, don't, I know TikTok is popular um, and TikTok, you know, be having a lot going on, but just because there are people on TikTok talking about how they are happy to be estranged from their family members or whatever the case is, you do not have to take on that position. You do not have to take on the position that it is good to be estranged from your family because it breaks God's heart. It breaks my heart, but it breaks God's heart when families can't or won't get it together. And so if you find yourself estranged, if you find yourself, you know, in a situation where, you know, family is, is kind of a, a touchy subject or whatever the case is, pray and ask God to help you in the area. Pray and ask God to heal your heart from whatever happened. Not saying that what happened to you doesn't matter. Not saying that what happened to you um, isn't important. But what I am saying is that the healing part, that's on you, sis. That, that is all you. You have to heal, whether it's trauma, whether it's drama, whatever the case is. If it's, if it's drama and not trauma, deal with that. Deal with that. Okay. If, if it was on your part, deal with it. Ask God to help you to give you a strategy on how to deal with that so that your family can begin to heal and your family can begin to come back together. But we love y'all so much. We thank y'all for rocking with us for another episode of your favorite international podcast, Dear Christian Black Girl. Um, we are back. We love y'all so much. We will see y'all next week. Now, here are a few announcements. If you let us know Clubhouse. how you play Uno before the announcement. Yes, let, let us know, know how do you play Uno. We, we you need play to know and doubles. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know how how do y'all play Uno? Like, what's what's the rule in your what's the Uno culture at your house? Like, what what does that look like? We want to know. Let us know how y'all play Uno. Do you follow directions on the box? Did you make up your own your own rules? Like, what you what? 
Are y'all out here going rogue on Uno? Like, let us know. Let's let know. us know. You stacking. Us, you challenging. What y'all doing? Like, what what are y'all doing? Um, but in addition to that announcement, so I know that originally, you know, we started off on Clubhouse. We are phasing Clubhouse out, not because we don't love y'all, but so listen, I am the producer. I am the, the editor. I'm the social media person. By choice. Now. No. You got to teach me. We've had this conversation. I downloaded the app. I ain't even volunteered. I ain't going to know. You are all the things. You are all and the so things. And so it's a lot. So if y'all could if y'all could see my setup, you'd be like, Jerry, you got a lot going on. She does. because uh, it's lights, it's cameras, it's it's a whole thing, but it's a lot. Right, lights, camera, action, right? It's a lot um to stream on YouTube and to do Clubhouse at the same time. Um, uh, and so we we are kind of gonna phase out Clubhouse. Not kinda. But, we, we, we are, are going we to are phase going out. out we are going to phase out Clubhouse simply because I be forgetting to close out Clubhouse when we done. It just be it just be a lot. So you can get and the so, audio part on any platform. Yes, any like if you're platform. on Spotify, Apple, Google, all the things. Like it is. Uh, Melissa said we're a spade playing family. No Uno in my family. Okay, Melissa. Drop, drop, drop the spades. Listen. Now, do y'all do Joker, Joker, Deuce a Diamond, Deuce a Spade, or do you just do Joker, Joker, Deuce a Spade, No Deuce a Diamond? Like, let let right. us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know how y'all be playing y'all cards play in your family. Like, how what y'all be doing? Yeah. Uh, so listen, I don't play spades because my daddy, ch child, listen, he finna get me in trouble. Life. I'm not finna get fussed out. Because I don't know how to play. Nah. Nope, not doing it. But we are phasing out Clubhouse simply because we want a more streamlined and a more a better experience for you. And so, um, starting next week, next week there won't be any Clubhouse. But we are on. We are live on YouTube, so we're, we'll still be live on YouTube for the time being. We're live on YouTube. We're not. YouTube is not going away. We just got on YouTube. So YouTube yeah. is not going away. Okay. So we are on YouTube every Thursday morning at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you don't do YouTube, if you if you can't catch us live, go go back. It's it's on our it's on our YouTube channel. Go back and look at the stuff. Or if you're like, I just really want the audio, Spotify, Apple, um, Spotify, Apple, Google, Google. if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And there's one more I can't remember. But yeah, you can you can like our content is there. What's wrong? Did I was trying know? to think. Spotify, Google, Apple. I think that's it. I think that's I it. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's enough. Um, it is. We yeah. out there. We outside. And so you can get, you can listen on Spotify, Apple, and Google the day after by 12 noon. So all our episodes are up. You know, if you, if you don't want to watch us, you can always listen. Um, but yeah, so we're kind of doing that. Uh, we're going to, we're going to have some more stuff rolling out um, over the next couple of months. But, yeah, we love y'all. Y'all, listen, y'all been rocking with us since day one. And yeah. we love y'all. We absolutely love y'all. We appreciate yes. your support. 
and for you being here. Uh, Jerry, don't forget to tell the people about your clubhouse room. Tiffany, don't forget to tell the people about your Monday night room on clubhouse so they can um, stay connected. Yes. So before I do that, can we just celebrate a little bit? Dear Christian Black Girl has an all-time, our all-time plays. Y'all ready for this number? Are you ready? 5,000. We hit the 5K mark. 5,414 all-time plays. We hit 5K. We need to have a post. We need to post it. Our audience size is 260 in the last seven days. Oh, wow. We're growing. Our Spotify followers, I didn't even know we had Spotify followers, but our Spotify followers is 229. Shut your mouth. You ready for the plays per episode on average? And this is this this does not include YouTube. Plays for episode 163. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Like, you, God. I did in my parents' kitchen while we was on FaceTime produce that. It's growing. So, y'all, the, the episode from last week... Um, strategies for kingdom entrepreneurs So listen, if you are a kingdom entrepreneur I need you to go back and watch Last week's episode Yeah, seriously. that episode was good That, that episode, good. I got real transparent They came for me, y'all mm, I'm just saying the But no, seriously I was, I was, like, listen I was honest, I was a bold You bold were, that was honest yes. Yeah, I was, because my thing is like we we don't see the loads of entrepreneurship, right? We just see oh you make you making six figures in a month. That's all we see on see on Facebook and Instagram. No, I'm gonna be real with you. Like I was mm -hmm. bogus. I had to do some refunds. I was bogus. And so, um, if you haven't listened to that episode, that episode has 128 plays. Amen. Amen. I'm so, so grateful to God for that growth, yeah, that organic growth. God you is. Know what I mean. Yeah. Right, and that's the main thing. It's organic. It ain't yeah. that we like we don't we don't do pay paid promotions. Mm -mm. We don't mm -hmm. do any of that. And so we love y'all so much. We thank y'all for rocking with us. We thank y'all for you know supporting the podcast. Make sure that you follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Dear Christian Black Girl. Make sure that if you just happen to come across this video and you're like, oh, this is interesting. If you like us, make sure that you subscribe. Yes to the channel and make sure that you go back and watch the um, other episodes because they are good. Like I would listen to our podcast if it wasn't me. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm very particular about what kind of podcast I listen to. I'm real bougie when it comes to that. Um, but I love y'all. Thank y'all. And we will see y'all next week. Bye. And tell your friends to pull up. Yes. Uh, bring a friend next week. Bring a friend. Because next week, oh, we're talking about uh, relationships next week. Today we talked about family. But next week we're talking about relationships, romantic and platonic. Because we got to get this thing right, y'all. We got we to learn how to do relationships right. And so next week, join us for another episode of your favorite international podcast, Dear Christian Black Girl. Bye. Bye.